Hello and welcome back to episode two of Quiet and Kinky. I'm Dave. And I'm Andy. And so today I just want to ask, how, how's your week been, Boo? Mm, I don't know. You don't, I don't know? I, I don't ever remember anything that I do. <laughs> it's just the same thing pretty much every day. Isn't that kind of interesting how like the repetitive task on a store? Yeah, I don't know. You don't? It seems pretty good. I'm alive. That's true. How about you? I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, it's been really great. We actually determined to turn one of our bedrooms into the studio, mm-hmm. uh, which has brought me a lot of joy. Yeah. We're even using our headboard as a backsplash. <laughs> yeah. It looks really good for the YouTube channel. Well, you So, know. you know, we're getting crafty and we're, we're growing with it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like our set. And now you got a little table to put your wine on. Yeah. It's all about comfort at this point. I feel fancy. We're definitely fancy. All right. So uh, what is our first topic of the day? What we have discussed that we were going to do is have a a new word introduced every time that we do a podcast. So it may be a legitimate word or it may be. From Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Like a slang, fun, whatever you call it. So the word that you chose, I specifically Notice she pointed it was me Mm -hmm. because I did pick this one out. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what the word was? Bang mama? Bang mommy? Bang mommy. Yeah. Yeah. See, I remembered it. So this is a woman expected by her male partner to fulfill a mother-like role in supporting his needs, similar to cooking, cleaning, soothing bad moods, but also providing sex on demand. That's kind of nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I love the idea. The reason I wanted to bring that up was because I noticed that, you know, in OnlyFans lately, you've been getting a lot of messages and people like that mommy type vibe. Mm-hmm. But this is like the next level of that. That's what I would want. This is like, yeah, like mommy 2.0. Like she cooks and cleans. It's like the the mommy role that I have requested is more like be a naughty stepmom and talk dirty and that kind of thing. But this is like clean cook for me doesn't it just sound like it's a little dirty of a word for what it implies well it says sex on demand so bang mommy i don't know i guess that uh, yeah you're right that does make sense i don't know i broke up with daniel because he was just a bang i was just a bang mommy to him as the example (laughs) poor daniel poor daniel (laughs) will never be the same i mean he had he obviously had Quite a thing going. Yeah. So he had a bang mommy. Damn, Daniel. I'm sorry, man. Poor Daniel. <laughs> so, yes, so every week we do want to introduce a word or phrase in this case. Mm-hmm. And so what I would like to do is implement that word into the podcast. Again. Oh, oh, you want to give it a, a next mm-hmm. level. All right. Yeah. So at some point before we close, you and I both need to use our new word. Bang mama. Bang mommy. Bang mommy. Damn it. Don't be like. I'm going to fuck it up at some point. That's not what it says. Bang mommy. Okay. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. And as you can see, if you're joining us on our YouTube is that we have Stewie in my lap as usual. He's just our black little dachshunds that's just lying in her laps. And it's really nice. She's got like some knee high socks on. It's wintertime. So I'm just being warm. I mean, it looks good. Thanks. Thank you. Got the whole winter vibe on. I like it. Toasty and cuddly. Hell yeah. And warm. The next part we wanted to talk about was going to be how we kind of like move down to more of the minimalistic type approaches. Mm -hmm. And and when we mean minimalist, I mean, we're not full bore, but we're a lot more minimal than we used to be. We simplified. A lot. Life. 
So like when we first met, you know, we were working corporate lives. We were doing good. But it's like we were spending as fast as we got it. Well, that's all we had for fun is we would work hard and then we would spend the money we earned hard. We we did a lot of retail therapy. Yeah, it wasn't fulfilling, though. So and then so we basically we, we did investments in real estate. So we moved and every time we moved we would end up getting rid of so much shit and I guess essentially gaining more shit. Yeah, sort of. We would flip a house and then we would want new things for the next house and then we would flip that house and then our taste would change again. And again, all the while we're still working insane hours. How we did all of that, because most of what we did to flip these houses, we did ourselves, Mm. meaning mostly you. Manual labor, a lot of it. Yeah, and so... I think it was just like we thought that was a good way to reward ourselves, but that it just never we finally realized that wasn't doing anything to make us feel better. Well, empty. well, and another thing is like on our last episode, we talked about how we're not we don't do the Valentine's Day type things. We we're not. What is it? Not nostalgic. Mm, we're not um, conventional. We don't just follow the path because that's what people tell us to do. Right. Which before we really kind of let this go, I was accumulating a lot of shit. Mm, yeah. I just, I didn't want to get rid of anything. I know. I was never that way. Yeah. You you um, were throwing out my shit since mm, we got married. Yeah. I'm not a pack rat. I'm like, you don't use it. You haven't used it in a year. You don't need it. But you know what's going to happen? Every time it happens, you throw something away. I'm going to need it. You don't need it. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. But it would have made what I was doing at that time a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can keep telling myself that. Yeah. So, and it's kind of like realizing what, where the value actually lies in things and in contentment. Right. Just being content. You can't be content because you've got a new bougie designer couch or whatever, or a new BMW. It's not, that's not where it's at. Now, nice things are great. And we still... Like, like nice quality, things, nice, nice things. food, really. Yeah. Um, but that's, we're not living for it. Right. So where before we just work nonstop, like, I, I don't know how we got through that. Cause like we would both come home with the anger and the anxiety from work and then have to live with each other. Mm-hmm. I, I remember you yelling at a uh, apparition of somebody <laughs> you were envisioning somebody you were yelling at i wasn't like pat wigging the fuck out no, you i were, was just angry and you like, were venting about someone yeah very loudly yeah i think in our neighbors heard but yeah so so the great resignation what's your state what's your take on well that? i mean like the great resignation that, that they were talking about essentially came down to that people started finding the value in things and so they weren't having to work as hard because the things they needed every day to day didn't cost as much. So they kept back all the travel and going out and spending on shit they didn't need. And that's why everybody, I guess, just kind of calmed down. That's kind of what I think we've done. We've just kind of cut back and relax and just kind of living right now. Well, it's funny because you see so many help wanted signs and restaurants are there's a huge wait, but there's tables open everywhere. And you have to understand they're just down so their their staff. staff is just gone. And people will say, well, what are people doing? 
how are people surviving? They can't be surviving on these economic stimulus and this and that. And I just want to mumble like only fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not why we did it. It was just the timing was right. around the same time. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where my mind is. I'm like, well, how else people be making money? They're on cam shows or working. Oh from yeah. Home and the smut industry that. continues to grow. It's not smut. It's sex. Sex. I, yeah. I guess that real just sex. Yeah, I don't think it's smut. We're all sexual. That's why there's billions of people in the world, because everybody had to fuck somebody to get that person here. That's true. <laughs> so <laughs> it, It's what happens. This is going to be good. So we figured every week we would just have general couples questions and not really discuss them beforehand and just see how we fight it out. Yeah, I'll win. That's fine. That's natural, That's but I'll, I'll give it a fighting chance. That's all you can do, honey. It is. Thank you. So between the two of us, who's the better driver? Oh, well, obviously. You say it's you. You are the worst driver. All right. Explain to me first. How am I the worst you, driver? You wait to the last minute. You never are. You're never proactive. You're never looking ahead. You're thinking of right now. You are. Oh, you're just, you think, oh, I, my car is much smaller than it is. And it can just slip in here in this little spot. I t literally can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't with you. I always wondered what that was. Mm -hmm. I mean, the biggest thing with you for the longest time, you did have a problem with texting and driving, which you don't do anymore. Right. But you swerve. You have to see that sometimes. What does like, it matter? My motion sickness can sense well, it. Well, that's like, but you're you're like you know just going a little effort. You're just so but chill. I'm aware of what I'm doing, right? I feel like I'm inebriated. No, you're not inebriated at all. But you're just sitting there, just kind of laid back, and then and, and then wait, you want to talk about your motion sickness? Wait, but <laughs> who, who's been in the last car accident? You. That's all you have. That is all I that have, and that is have. a great valid point. Actually, in this. it was you because you backed into a post at a gas station. Fuck, you're right. Yeah. Damn it. So we're done with that argument. Now, <laughs> back to motion sickness. You are in a parking lot. You were trying to decide what parking spot you want. And there are parking spots on both sides of us. You literally go left. No, I'm going to whip it out and go to the right. Nope. And change them. And I'm literally vomiting in the floorboard. Do you know what that is? That's my anxiety of you. That's your no, no, no. Cause this is what happens. If I don't like what will happen is I'll pull into a parking spot. It's a little too far out. It's usually far out. And as we're walking in, she goes, Oh, look at that spot. It's right there. And then she taunts me with it, but she just knows how to poke my buttons. And so now I have anxiety about every time I try to park the car. Not anymore, really. That but. is your own demons and that is your own problem. Because while you were doing this back and forth psychosis that you're, I'm going to go right, I'm going to go left. You're getting motion I'm sickness. I'm saying nothing to you. That's true. I'm not it's, literally it's, an, saying, it's a voice inside there. my head. Don't go there. Don't go there. I'm not doing that. No. So you cannot blame me for the multiple personality disorder that you have in your brain. Next question. Okay. When is the next question? Who's, who said I love you first, Dave? I want to say you're looking at me like there's a right or wrong answer. Well, the, the thing is, I'm I, I don't remember. I want to say it was me. Was it me? I have no fucking idea. Jesus, so you don't remember either? Oh my no, god! Wow. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I know our first kiss was like in a parking lot against yeah. a car, but I remember that? Yeah. But yeah, okay, good. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, no clue. No, no. no. 
No hurt feelings. No, one of those great things. Thank doesn't, you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was the same time that we did our blood sample together when you cut your finger and you cut mine and we put our blood like blood brothers. Oh, wait. Oh, right. Right. We didn't do that. Yeah. We never did that. So now all of a sudden you have glasses off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can take my glasses off in a session. There is consistency like, in things. I'm going to keep it like this. See, you can hear you. You can hear you too. Okay. I'm just making sure because it's okay. <laughs> so this is the same issue that we have when it comes to what time to leave. I never show up late to anything, but Dave never shows up to late to anything <sighs> either because he leaves four hours too early. I leave at the very last second. But I'm never late. Okay, that part does kill me about you. So, like, whenever we go on a trip anywhere, notice I'm talking at a distance. But anytime we go on a trip anywhere, uh, you always have everything fine down to the final minute. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, like, get off a plane and go, and there's Uber. Like, everything's time. That scares me to death. What if something goes wrong? What if there's one thing that just doesn't go to plan? And then your whole plane, you can't even get on the plane. So what if the plane goes down and we burst into flames? That would suck. It just doesn't matter. Your what ifs are just nonsense. Thank you. They're unnecessary. So essentially, I just have natural anxiety. Have we ever missed a plane or? We have not. How many vacations have we taken? Quite a few. Mm -hmm. And even a lot of work trips. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I give you a lot of credit. You don't fuck up, but it still gives me anxiety. Not everybody can pull into the right parking space on the right in the first try. No, only you can. You know, I mean, not everybody can have a wife that's also a bang mommy. Oh, Yo. I just got mine. I got mine. You did. I got mine. You did. You already Damn forgot it. about it, didn't Fuck, you? I did. Yeah, you're going to lose. So between the two of us, who is the clumsy one? This is easy. Me. I, I'll let you take this one. I've never in my life, in all the things I've ever done, met a person that can drop shit more than you in a day. I don't know what it is. I don't either, but you see it. I do. I do. It naturally. You, you will pick something up and be looking at it and know that I'm looking at you going, you're going to drop that and you'll just fucking drop it. <laughs> it's a reflex, man. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's not a reflex. It's well, a disability. Then, is what do we need to call this disability? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. And then you give me shit for my helicopter arms. Yes. If it's even if it's not dark, if you're going through a room, for some reason you flail your arms and shit gets knocked off. Drinks, water splatters, all the every all the things, everything. The funny thing about this is you had a forewarning of this. I don't remember that. No. It, it seems like in the last year, it's been more predominant or I've just noticed it more, but I don't really remember you always doing this. I think that your brain is deteriorating. What I find really funny is you don't remember this, but we were looking at Zillow at one of my childhood homes and we were looking at the carpet that where my bed was and there was a big fucking stain. Mm -hmm. That should have been, you You saw that. Room. I think that was from excessive ejaculation that was brown apparently that I really think it was coke. you really think that I entire think he just jacked off to you were just that, I, that, your penis. I, that's actually probably very true too but i don't understand how it would look like coke color i don't know you need to get that checked out 
So who is most likely to get lost on a journey or a trip? You. I mean, of course, this is if we don't have a phone that can tell us where to go. Yeah. Even with a phone, I probably would. I can admit that. Yeah. Yeah. To me, um, don't ever talk to me in directional terms. Don't say go northwest (laughs) on Broad Street or don't fuck with me with stupid shit like that. Like, you know, I just don't. It's like the famous Angela Johnson line where she is like, the the perpetrator started running. Which way did he go? He took a left. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. No. So don't, I could never be like a dispatcher for 911. I could, I would, I would literally be like, he's on the other side of Burger King, not the side where the The, sign is. Not the side of the drive-thru, but on the other side. Right. Right. Yeah. And he uh, took a ref, but he's, he took a left, but he's kind of veering toward, you know, you remember, you know, where John and Julie used to live. It's kind of like that way, but it's a little bit, not quite that way. And then go like halfway down. I'm not sure where, but then there's like a turn. <laughs> that would be me. Very. I feel like those are directions you've given before. But don't throw some Northwest, South. No, don't throw that shit at me. I think the best way to say this is whenever we go into a store, like one of the malls or something, we'll be going down a specific way, the direction of the mall. We'll go in and when we come out, you want to go back the way we came from every time. You always get turned around. I always get turned around. I have to start like remembering mannequins. When I go anywhere by myself, I landmark like breadcrumbs, like Hansel and Gretel. Right. Yeah. I'm like, okay, there's a naked mannequin or... This mannequin has a little cute turtleneck on, and I'll remember that on the way back. Since we're talking about directions, it seems perfectly legitimate and sensible to start talking about underwear. Really? I, I, I agree, because directions always lead to underwear. So the, it's south. It's south. Yeah, I know that much. South. <laughs> there's north and then there's south. Yes. So what questions do you have about panties? So I'm, I'm kind of curious. I know there's all the different types. So what are the different types of panties? Like you, the different shapes and stuff. So you have G-string thong, hipsters, boy shorts, um, bikini cut, seamless. I know you don't typically wear underwear. I don't. But when you do, what is the most comfortable type? Mm, the ones that I don't wear. The ones that you don't wear. Yes. Gotcha. That's why I don't wear them. Understood. I hate panties. Um, they all kind of end up in the same spot. So I would just wear a thong and be ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> if I was going to do it. I like to wear pretty panties, like if I'm taking some pictures. But long term, I prefer no panties. I don't like panty lines. And I don't like the way they feel. So to me, there's not much reason for it. Mm, how about you? Now, one thing I have to say for me is I'd never seen you in a G-string until recently, right? Like six months ago. That was hot as hell. So what kind of panties do you wear, Dave? I wear boxer briefs mm. pretty much all the time. You don't like the whitey tidies or tidy whiteies? N- never wore the whitey tidies. Now, one thing I thought was funny is I've worn, in my mind, boxer briefs my entire life. Um, but I watched one of the videos we made when we were first dating and I had boxers on like really big bulky boxers. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Mm, yeah. Sexy. I was also hairy as fuck. 
Yeah, well. If I could say anything to my younger Dave, I would say, trim up. Trim up big time. Trim that shit. Really. Put a lawnmower to that fucking shit. Apparently, I didn't mind it too much, though. Yeah, you were nice. I don't remember that either. <laughs> so I don't think I've ever been accused of that. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Like, you didn't even remember I had that either. Mm-mm. No. My, my, just, my dick had sideburns. I was just a bang mommy. Oh, I got two. God and, damn it. Man, I could fuck. I could even give you that one. You really could have. Stewie here sleeps with us at night, as you can tell. He Every single fucking night. He doesn't go far. Mm-mm. Or he's not by my side. But at night, he either sleeps up against me on the side or in between us. Right. He's one or the other. He's touching me. And now he's crying for no apparent he, reason. He's like, I don't have a voice in this. Many times a night, he will, the way he's laying, he has his paws against my skin. And then he'll start having a dream. So here I am, like, in my little nestled slumber, and I'm all comfortable and all the good things. And he's running. He's chasing something and <laughs> doing that. You know, he's barking. And then I, like, wiggle him and I wake him up. And then we both fall asleep. And it feels like 15 minutes later, I don't know how soon it is, he's doing it again. So what are they, what are they dreaming about? What are dogs dreaming about? Well, number one, he never sleeps next to me, so I never had to experience that. But you've seen him do it. I have. I, I will. So most of the time he's running. So I'd like to think he's running after our neighbor's cat, Leroy, in his mind. Because, you know, he we have a cat that comes over and randomly we pet him all the time. And our dog him, Stewie does not like him. I give him treats. Right. So I think he's pretty much thinking of attacking things when he's doing that. Other than that, he's probably running from like a bottle of Coke or something in his drink because he's scared of everything. Like a two, oh, the two liter bottle. The empty two liter bottle on the ground. He's scared of everything is true. Yes. He doesn't chase anything. No. So like, what the hell is he chasing? Like a cheetah? Like what, where's his little nostalgic, his little fairy tale imagination? (laughs) He's like a big burly dog. He's like, all right, look. Yeah. He's like that. You know what? That's enough. I'm not going to let you sit here and bash me. That, yeah. I will not have this anymore. I'm going to have it. Oh, was that the, is that the way of saying the oven is probably done now? I think he was saying I have to, well, no, he just did that. Yeah, he? he did. How, how is, what the is oven? wrong with you? So, Hey, it's fine. Hey, bang mommy. It's fine. What are you cooking no, right that's now? That's not how that works. That's how it works. You oh yes, it me, is. You can't call me a bang mommy. You are my bang mommy right now. You're making me dinner. You need to suck it. I've got to use it. You're my bang mommy. One other segment I want to start adding in on a weekly basis here is like an OnlyFans moment of the week. Mm-hmm. Like just something that you've seen, experienced something on your OnlyFans page that was just hot, sexy, mind-blowing, or just scared the fuck out of you. One thing that jumps out to me that was memorable this week is I had um, a new subscriber on my premium OnlyFans page. He signed up and he sent a message to me. And all it said was, fuck off. <laughs> wow. That's nice. Okay. You're welcome. I don't know. So. Wow. that And that was the only message you mm-hmm. got from him? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So in OnlyFans, you have the option as a creator that you can stop or block a person. Or restrict but, someone. But it also refunds them. So if they're not happy and you don't want to deal with it, 
they're not losing anything. Right. You know, they're getting refunded. And I've only done that one other time. And so I did that with this person that just like, I fuck off. I'm like, wow. Well, you definitely wow. have to take control of that. It was no love lost, but I just didn't know why. All right. So now that we're back and we made sure that our kitchen's not on fire. Which I never thought it was. Yeah. You just have a fear of that. Just kind of like I don't do, um, I don't leave super early to get places. I don't time things. Our dog was giving us all the signs like Lassie and shit. And how did that work out? Nothing was wrong. No. You can't trust him. I can't trust him for Mm -hmm. shit. Nope. He's a great guard dog. I don't measure things when I cook. I don't measure the butter or the water. I eyeball it. And I also just time it in my head. Sounds good. And if you try to read directions... And like prop the little bag up and read it. I will just knock it off the counter. I am a direction reader, which is really surprising considering how lazy I typically am. Actually reading directions to cook is the one thing I do. I just, I'm very, I'm a very much of a hard ass. So don't tell me what to do. And to me, that's what directions are. They're telling me what to do. Are they directions, suggestions? I think it's aggressive. It's aggressive. Yeah. Everything can be cooked in the oven at 350. Yep. That is your Every golden rule. Every time you travel, you go north. Go north and set the oven to 350. And that is the best life advice I can give you. It should be that. And everyone can be healed by Neosporin. Some good stuff. Yeah. You love that shit. Yeah. I used to joke, uh, if I lost an arm, you would put fucking Neosporin on it. I mean, if I had enough. Yeah. I'd grow that shit back like a little, like a snake or a lizard. Oh, Okay. Yeah. You're very creative. You just don't understand the power of Neosporin. Okay. Well, I'll use it more. Thanks. Can it do more than just heal? Yeah. It can predict the future. Holy fuck. And um, Neosporin can predict the fucking future. Yeah, they get it. Fucking never knew that shit. All right. They get it out of the volcanoes. (gasps) Yeah, it's very mystical. It's a, it's a very high-priced commodity. Exactly. It's going to start going off the shelves. They can't really confirm... Or give out the secret of what the ingredients are. What do you think it is? It's just, it's God. (laughs) We want to talk about why we named our show Kinky or Quiet Fuck. (laughs) We wanted to talk about why we named our show Quiet and Kinky. Mommy. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) We wanted to name it Quiet and Kinky. So why did we want to name it Quiet and Kinky? Well, um, it doesn't seem like we're quiet because we have a lot to say. Yeah. I always have something to say. Very true. And I'm definitely not quiet in the sexual horizon. No. Is it really that we're just introverts? Mm-hmm. I, I think, think quiet just defines, describes who we are as outward people. Right. To the to society. All I know is like all the people that we knew in the very beginning of our relationship, if they knew you're really that, that kinky side of you, I guess it would have blown their fucking mind. So you're like a quiet kinky. So mm-hmm. maybe that's, that's a great way to put it is you're quiet. Kinky. Yeah. I don't necessarily share it. Well, I do now share yeah, it with the, world. the world everywhere. <laughs> Everyone can see it. But I mean, I like that, but I don't, if I'm at a party, I don't want to be the center of attention. Right. So I guess that's where we came off with we're quiet because we're kind of the ones that we're not looking for attention. But when we have fun or we like something sexually, we 
Don't hold back. Another way to say it is we did quiet too kinky. I mean, when you, you think about it, you know, we, I guess, in my mind, we had traditional sex life in the beginning of our marriage. Very active. Very fun. But we always found a way to spice it up to the next level. Mm-hmm. And more and more and more. And now we just get to share all that shit with the entire world. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just like, I like how it grew sexually in your freakiness and just grew with me. And my freakiness. Your freakiness side was, <laughs> I feel like it was very tame in the beginning. Like I got PG-13 kinkiness side of you. And in the past like five years, it has just come out in tenfold. Wow. I mean. I've been a bad influence on you. I don't know. You're like a fine wine. You're getting sexier and kinkier as the time goes by. I've never had a kinky wine. A kinky wine? Yeah. Well, like well, you said, you're like a fine wine. You get sexier and kinky. I've never had sexy or kinky wine. Hell yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to go find you a nice Stella Rose. I'm going to find some kind of wine that's called kinky or kink. No, or you something. just need to find a wine that's called Bang Mommy. If anybody nice. <laughs> Thank you. If anybody can find any of the above types of wine, please let me know. <laughs> Seriously, if you can find a wine called Bang Mommy. No, that's out there. That's out there. Bang Mommy wine. Yeah. Are you serious? I don't want to talk about our next business venture. <laughs> Bangmommywine.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little sexy, it's a little kingy, and it's a lot of grapes. <laughs> well, the, the thing I love it, when I actually looked that up on Urban Dictionary, there's a, a little advertisement right below it. And it's like, a, get a little custom-made coffee cup. And it said, get a cup for your dad, Jose, for this word. <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah, so Jose, get your dad a cup that says bang mommy. It's essentially what the ad right below the word said. Who's Jose? I, I, I don't know. Every, Whose computer I, were you on? Every new line had somebody else's name. Like, get it for your mom, Donna. That kind of thing. It was just, I guess, trying to associate it. But, I mean, my mind was blown. That was great advertising. I, I almost bought a fucking cup. Did you end it say Jose? <laughs> now it needs to. Happy birthday, Jose. Happy birthday, Jose. From Bang Mommy. <laughs> You're not right. I'm not right. but no. So now Bang Mommy is a noun. I guess. Yeah. It, it always was. So, yeah, it's true. So I'm glad you kept it consistent. Or was I trying to say it was an adjective? No, let's not start getting into different levels. No, no, of no. I want you to just, well, I want you to teach me this. What is that? It's a noun. It's a noun. Mm-hmm. It's a person, place, or thing. Yes. I remember that. Good job. That's about the only fucking thing I remember from. Do you want to start talking about compound sentences? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) No. Do you want to start like, you know how they would break up the sentence and do like the whole diagram and the dissecting it Uh and the little, the subject was up here and the verb was in the middle and then you had the adjectives and the prepositions. Fucking my head hurts. Mm. So I have a question. When I wrote those little love letters to you in the beginning of our relationship, did you not see how bad my grammar was and go, you know, maybe I should not marry this guy. He's not very bright. So I think you were writing those to Jose because I don't recall. You don't remember love letters. I sent you emails and I had the little MP3 attached to it saying you're amazing just you the way sent you are. Me one, one. One. And it literally... Was referencing the song, You're Amazing. 
Yes. Then that's the one you're referring that's, to. That's I'm referring the one, to that one then. The yes. One email. And actually I don't even think it was an email. I think it was an instant message and it was, it what was happened. not an instant message because I found the email years oh, okay. later, but it was what was playing overhead in the office. And, the and I found it. I actually went and found the MP3 that took a minute. Back that's then. sad. Don't, don't tell that story. Why? Because you can recall the only time, and it was like a one-liner. I've sent you plenty other love letters and stuff like that, and little post-it notes and stuff in the past. That doesn't mean I've sent you emails or written letters. I... <laughs> God damn it. Well, we are glad that everyone could join us for this episode of Quiet and Kinky. Uh, if you, all both of you, all both of you. <laughs> hey, I think I got like seventeen or something, probably. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I got a good number. I'm going for the twenties. The packed house, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And if you want to find us, uh, actually, all of our podcasts are the video of them will be posted on our YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, which you can search us and find us at Quiet and Kinky on our YouTube. Or you can just go to quietandkinky.com. You can find how to find us everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you just want to go straight to the nasty and find Andy, how do we find you, Andy? Onlyandy.com. Andy with an I. So that's A-N-D-I, Andy.com. Mm-hmm. The one and only. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. See you next time. I'm going to let you do the exit. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. La, ti, do, ti, la, so, fa, mi, re, do. Do lives on the first floor. All lives next to me. All lives next to so you know and love is next to D. Do is further of them all as you can plainly see. And when they leave, they always take along their family. I love you. Thanks. That was beautiful. Thanks. Mm. I did that for you.